Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast. I'm clearly not a singer, but I got bored with my old introductions, and I don't want to talk about the weather, and I'm glad to have you here. How terrible. Hi. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast, guys. I have just been fucking around for the last few minutes trying to think of a new introduction because I feel like every week I say the same damn thing, like, hope you had a great weekend. The weather's really terrible. And then I was thinking about the fact that I absolutely hate talking about the weather. I hate, hate doing it. And I get really irritated beyond measure when people do talk about the weather and yet it seems like more often than not when I try to open this podcast and I don't know what to do I I just fall back into talking about the weather and it's useless so I was like you know today to get myself started on this however the fuck long monologue I'm gonna go on about is going to be I am just going to start with some obnoxious random tone of something so I hope that, that 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 worked because it seems like my my speech is flowing so I can flow right into the podcast because it's always hard to start a podcast. Have you guys ever recorded a podcast on your own or recorded it with somebody else? It's always really difficult to get into that flow, I find, um, in the beginning. And then once it starts, it seems like everything just goes naturally. But it's that first bit where we keep trying to think about the rest of the podcast and how we want it to play out and how we want it to sound and, and what we want to say and how we want to say it. That that first bit just takes a couple of minutes because for me, I find that I get tripped up in the entire thought and the entire idea and then that takes me out of the immediacy and then that's why the first two minutes of the podcast, I end up having to re-record like 15 times and then I almost never make edits. So that's something, right? And that, oddly, because that was just me free flow talking stream of consciousness really does tie into the a lot of things I'm going to talk about in today's episode and I'm going to start with talking about recording a podcast. I recorded a podcast with a friend of mine this week. I would put a link but I don't have it yet because the episode has not been released but my friend Sean who's the CEO of a a company called Live Unbreakable uh, she has a podcast called Crash Course. Uh, She hosts with her uh, her co-host Dan who also is a trainer for Live Unbreakable and they had me on their podcast. It was really great. We talked for quite a while. Uh, We really hashed things out. It was really nice to talk to them 
about, about, well, I was their guest, so they were talking about me, which it was, it was nice because we were talking about my story and where I started and where I am now. And as you guys know, I am a certified running coach. I'm also a mindset coach. And I've been doing this work now for since November of last year. So it's going to be coming up on six months that I'm doing this professionally. And then I kind of, I was, I was coaching people informally um, running for, for quite a few months before I actually got certified as a coach. And I'm happy that I got certified because it definitely added tools to my arsenal. And uh, that's, that was really important. And I really, I really enjoyed it. But I was not always a runner, as a lot of you guys know. Um, I used to be a very overweight smoking barfly. And a lot of people would say that I did a complete 180 with my life. And they've been saying that for, for quite some time. So the initial perception of the 180 is, is way different than the perception of the 180 now. Um, but it was definitely a 180 because I was, when I started to shift, I was almost 200 pounds. I was smoking a pack a day. I was completely depressed and overweight and drinking, I think, probably five, six, seven days a week. No less than five days a week was I drinking. And when I was drinking, I was drinking aggressively. I mean, I was working in the service industry and that is the fuel. I mean, it's a very big part of the culture. Drinking is a part of the culture. It's not uncommon for people to go for drinks after work or have shift drinks if they work in a place that does that, you know, after their after their shifts are over. So it is. It's a huge focus of, of in the service industry and it's very enjoyable and it was it's great. But it's really not conducive to getting your getting healthy. So when I was being interviewed on the podcast, Dan asked me, "So Andy, what did you what was the moment that caused you to shift in your life where you started wanting to make these changes and I talked about the experience that I had in January 2018 which I've talked about in a previous podcast and it's it's not it doesn't necessarily need to be the focus of this one but I had an experience in January of 2018 I was I was visiting my now ex-boyfriend um out of town. It was a long distance relationship. We got into a, a big disagreement because we were very drunk and he left me at the airport in the middle of the night. I didn't have a flight home. It was terrible. I mean, it's one of those situations where you just, you just feel so discarded. And uh, I've come a long way since, but what that's, that scenario really was, was me being the furthest away from my fullest potential. And it was me being in a, in a position where I realized that I was not valuing myself and the person that I saw in the mirror did not match the radiant person that I knew myself to be at like a spiritual level. Like I knew that I was this radiant person. I was this being of light. I was somebody that was fun and funny and energetic and loving and all of these things. And at that moment, I felt everything but that. So regardless of what actually happened on that evening or, and this is not a, you know, oh, you know, blame another person. That isn't, that isn't it at all. What, despite all of those things, that event caused me to look deeply at myself and I did not like who I saw. And I began to make shifts. And now people would say, oh, you know, you've made this big 180. But that wasn't really how it all went. And I, and I spoke on, um, on Crash Course about this, about the fact that people think that they need to make a giant 180 when they want to change their life. And that's just not how anybody does it. You make small one degree shifts 
when you want to change your life. You make one degree shifts. You don't make 180s. But here's something that I talked about in an email that I sent to my subscribers this week. And I would love if all of you guys, after this podcast or right now, right now, go to getthefuckoff.com and you can get on my email list there because I send stuff out like this every week. But I wrote an email to all my subscribers this week and I said, and I talked about this and I talked about the interview and I talked about the 180 and I talked about the one degree shift and the phenomenon of the one degree shift. But the one degree shift, this is where people get tripped up. The one degree shift, often what you think the one degree shift is, is not actually the one degree shift. The one degree shift is actually something way smaller than what you think. So, okay, so you think, okay, well, this is this is the, the thought process of everyone. The majority, not everyone, but the majority. The majority thinks, okay, I don't like my, my life where it is. I'm overweight and I'm a, a cigarette smoker and I'm this. So I want to make a shift to be a marathon runner. Okay, <clears throat> wrong. That's the 180. That doesn't work. So then there's the next, the next level where somebody will listen to something like I said and they'll say, okay, I'm going to make the one degree shift. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on this um, aggressive uh, exercise routine and I'm going to quit smoking and I'm going to quit drinking and then I'm going to be the big marathon runner. <clears throat> Wrong. That's not the one degree shift. So all those things do need to happen for you, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. What you think the one degree shift is, is not the one degree shift. So for me, the first step, and when I say the first step, I mean like the, the beginning, the initial, the initial step to the, the getting to where I am today. Uh, a marathon runner, an entrepreneur, a business owner, a you know somebody that has right now multiple streams of income. I mean somebody that is radiant, someone that is happy, someone that is fulfilled, someone that is zen, someone that is not misanthropic, someone that is spiritual, having been raised without spirituality, all that stuff, all that crap. To get to there, it was a very, it, I walked that road in these micro, micro increments. So the first, the first bit was getting my nutrition in order, right? That was not the one degree shift. The one degree shift, I'll give you examples of what one degree shifts were, okay? So you think about getting your nutrition in order, but here are the examples of actual one degree shifts. I gave up my tab soda addiction, six cans a day. I gave that up. That was a one degree shift. I used to drink milk in my coffee every day. That was a one degree shift. And if you're a coffee drinker and you're putting something like Coffee Mate in your co- in your coffee every day, or you're putting in, you know, you think that it's it's healthier to put in Sweet and Low or Equal or Splenda, like those are all chemicals. Those are all synthetically made in a lab. Your body doesn't like that. But if you're putting that into your coffee every day, I bet that it's going to make you feel uncomfortable to take that out of your coffee every day. But so, so just so you know, like taking those things out of your coffee is a one degree shift. You deciding that instead of eating white potatoes, you're going to switch over to sweet potatoes. That is a one degree shift. Those are examples of manageable one degree shifts that you can make every single day to lead you to where you want to go. Now, somebody that people fall into this trap, very, very common where they're like, that doesn't really mean anything. Bitch, tell me it doesn't mean anything. Look at my life. It, this, these are real things that I did. I did. And at the time that I was doing them, 
they seemed extremely hard. And if you have ever drank the amount of diet soda that I drank in a day, I'm sorry. That was harder than quitting smoking, I think. I'm I'm pretty sure that it was. And I want to segue into that, quitting smoking. People would say, okay, quitting smoking is a one-degree shift. No, quitting smoking is not a one-degree shift. For me, reading Alan Carr's The Easy Way to Stop Smoking, that was a one-degree shift. Going on Reddit and being active in the community r slash stop smoking. I don't know how to really say that like because it's a subreddit, but I don't know how to say it in, in audio format in a podcast, r slash stop smoking. Anyway, um, that's a community on Reddit for people that, that are trying to stop smoking, and I became active in that community, and it was really, really nice, and it was very supportive, and people were so cool, and getting into that community was a one-degree shift. And downloading the Smoke Free app was a one degree shift. And another one degree shift was, as I talked about in the in the episode, uh, in your quitting smoking, don't avoid the bar. I don't remember the exact title, that, but if you're on my website, you can find it. Um, it's something along those lines. Um, and I talked about in that episode, there is a strong tie between behavior and environment and the environments that you've done a behavior in the longest are going to be the environments that are going to trigger you to do those behaviors, right? So for me... Standing outside of my job was the lot, the last standing place that pulled me to want to smoke. Like every other place was fine. Like I could have five days off and it'd be fine. Like I don't want to smoke a cigarette. I could go to the bar and be drinking pints of beer. I don't want to smoke a cigarette. Then I get outside of this building. And because I stood outside of that building for so many years, I think it was a decade before I actually quit. That place pulled me to want to smoke. So what did I do? I forced myself to just stand there and not smoke. I forced myself. I didn't avoid standing outside. I forced myself to stand in the environment without doing the behavior. That was a one degree shift. The quitting smoking, that wasn't a one degree shift. That was like a five or six or seven degree shift. So a lot of times when people are kind of thinking about all of this, they're thinking, oh, you know, I can do these one degree shifts. But what they're thinking is one degree shifts is actually like a way bigger degree. Like when you decide that you want to drink less or not drink at all, that's like, that's not a one degree shift. That's like a fucking 15 degree shift. Like <laughs> like you're dealing with one of the most addictive substances on the planet and you're just like, oh, I'm going to stop doing that one degree shift. Like get fuck out of here there's so many layers to that like that is not that is not a one degree shift and I think a lot of times it's it just comes down to people not being able to make it small enough and make it manageable enough because they think that these little tiny things that they could be doing every single day are just so outrageous and they don't think that anything matters because people always think that they need to be putting in this this grandiose effort to be able to get somewhere and it's like that's not that's not how it goes. And I know that, you know, when you look at yourself, if you if what you see in the mirror doesn't match, I get it. But there's a lot of pieces to that. And the physical part is only a small fraction of what it is. And then there's a whole big psychological component. And I guarantee that if you start moving in a direction of doing things that bring you joy and making you happy, you're going to you're going to experience a different thing. You're going to have a different experience with what you see in the mirror. And if you are moving forward, you're going to see a different person in the mirror than if you're standing still. And it doesn't matter what you physically look like. It's the perception of what you physically look like. And that takes place. And when people feel like they're standing still, 
they don't they don't see what they want to see and a lot of times people think that they're standing still because they're in this paralysis because they're trying to do too big too big too big make it small you got to make it small make it as small as possible because the small things are how you get there how you get there quickly is to do small things slowly like slowing yourself down so you can see the small things that you need to do. And when we're thinking way far off in the future, we have a really hard time doing this. And another thing that we kind of get tripped up in is the fact that progress is not linear. It's absolutely not. I was having this uh, this conversation just recently about progress because people get, and when I say people, I mean Andy Scarantino and, you know, everyone I know and Everyone in the world gets tripped up with progress. And what we like to think is okay. Like we like to think progress is linear. Okay, we're on the fast track, baby. We're moving forward. We're moving forward. We're moving forward. And we think that it's just you and a stairway to heaven. <laughs> like I, I wonder, I would, I would edit that in. Like I would edit that music in the background of this. But I think that I can't, I don't think I can do it with copyright. But just hear it in your head, guys. Hear, hear the song. You just think that it's you and the stairway up to some mis, mis, like magical place, mystical place, far off in the distance. That's what you think progress looks like. It does not look like that. It doesn't. So progress is like a couple of steps forward and then halt. Couple of steps forward and a step back. And then like more steps forward and then like more steps back. And that's progress. That's what progress really looks like. It absolutely looks like that. And the reason that it looks like that is because there are going to be things that are going to happen that are going to trip us up that are going to need to be learning experiences. And there's a lot of trial and error with progress. And anybody that has progressed remarkably astronomically quickly in, in their lives they've experienced this so you you when you get people that are first starting out on something and we can talk about I'm, for the for our purposes you guys are probably here because you're looking to get either physically or emotionally healthier than you are at at the moment and so if it's physically for example somebody that's just starting out in trying to improve their physical performance or their physical appearance or something like that those people that are first starting out generally think that progress is absolutely linear and that if there's a couple of steps back it means inherent failure explosions kaboom and that's that's people that have been at it a while and by a while I mean years we know that that's just not the case like we know that's not the case because we've been there and and we know that this is a this is a slow roll and it comes with it comes with reevaluating it comes with okay sometimes you hit this point where it's a plateau in fitness where you have to you have to shake it up you got to figure out what's working different you know what what needs to work differently than is working at the moment i mean sometimes it's nutrition and sometimes you hit this roadblock where you're like in an energy lull and you're like okay well what do i got to do differently and it's progress is not linear it's not linear when you're building something it's not linear when you're starting a new a new thing. You know, I was talking to a friend uh, about a week ago and he threw out the, st- the sentence and said that he actually really hates this, but he hates that it's true at, that it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with every bit of that. It does take 10 years to become an overnight success in anything. 
nobody likes to hear that, but if you decide that you're going to give up every couple of months because you feel like you're not making progress because you've taken a few steps backwards because that's part of it, which everybody that's made progress knows, then in 10 years, you're still not going to be the success that you want to be. So I would, I would encourage you guys to really think about the long game because the long game is where the greatest rewards are really, that, that is where the pot of gold is lying at the end. I mean, it's, the long game is where it's at. There is no way that you can just overnight have everything that you want. You have to be willing to put in the time and the reps. And you have to be able to accept that there are going to be setbacks and there are going to be times where it feels like nothing is happening. And I want to remind you all that when there is nothing happening, that is also part of progress. So you're seeing yourself moving towards the sky and then there comes this time where nothing is happening. And that is part of progress because rest is part of progress. So if I can use running as an example because I'm a runner, if you are, you might need rest. You don't need rest every day. You might not need it every week. You might not even need it this month. You might not need to take a day off. But when you need to take a day off, you need to take a day off because rest is part of progress. There is, there is an element of adaptation that happens during rest that does not happen during activity. And that's just part of it. It's part of progress. Mentally, you need to be in the game. And you burn out. And you burn out with lots of things. I mean, this could be career. This could be a passion project. This could be starting a new business. I'm, I'm going through this right now where, like, my business is relatively new in the whole scheme of businesses. I mean, because it wasn't here two years ago. You know, it's not, it's not two years in. It's new. And I'm going to be transparent about that. It's brand new. We started November of last year and I'm moving forward and I'm happy with where I'm at. And everybody likes to think to themselves, why am I not, you know, way off? It's like, no, man, this is, this is how it goes. It's a progression like every single other progression that ever occurred in the history of ever. And you just have to be patient. And there are days, there are days where it feels like nothing happens. And then there are days where it feels like so much happens. And it's all about the one degree shifts. So the one degree shifts for, for me at this moment, well, what I'm doing right now, talking to you guys, this is a one degree shift. Every time you record something or you put something out into the world, that's a one degree shift. You know, and it's the same with exercise. It's the same with eating right. It's the same with a, a spiritual practice or a, you know, a mindfulness practice. I mean, every time you meditate, it's a one degree shift. Every single time that you sit down to do a practice, you improve. Like, I don't know if any of you guys played instruments when you were young. I was a trumpet player from when I was about eight or nine years old, nine years old. I, think I, I, was, I was just nine years old and I played all the way up until, until the end of high school. And um, I'm not going to tell you what made me stop. I mean, obviously you all know how long I was smoking. So there was that. <laughs> I loved music. You didn't get better at music unless you put in the reps. Like you practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. It goes, it goes for everything, everything that you do. And nobody likes to hear it, but it's manageable when you take it down to micro increments. And the, I would encourage you guys, if you get anything from this podcast, because I don't want to ramble too long in a, in a circular way, I would encourage you guys to take a look at your own lives and think about what you want 
And then think about the one degree shifts that you can make to get there. And then really think about those one degree shifts and think about are they actually one degree shifts or are they really 15 degree shifts that you think are one degree shifts. Like if you're the person that's like, oh, I need to, I need to stop, stop drinking. Well, that's not a one degree shift. I mentioned that earlier, but I'm going to, I'm going to reiterate it. That's not a one degree shift. Getting into a community is a one degree shift. Reading This Naked Mind is a one degree shift. I mean, I can go on. There are so many things that are one degree shifts when it comes to that. Doing that is not a one degree shift. So there's a lot of, there's a lot to that. So take, take, Think about that, guys. Start thinking about those things in your life. And um, if you guys need help with that, I am actually, and I, I feel very bad because I'm, as you know, as I've mentioned in this podcast, I am I am new. I am new in business. I'm, I'm since November of last year. So I had not thought to put this in the podcast, but I am taking on beta testers at the moment for my eight-week intensive program to get the fuck off, well, to break bad habits. I would, I could say it in a fancy way. To get the fuck off the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And and it is that. But really it's to be, break bad habits. And it's a lot of me. I mean we would meet formally four times. And we would interact pretty much every day. Because I believe the change happens in real time. And I'm taking on. I'm looking to take on three beta testers. And I've been talking about it to my email subscribers. For about the last week. But I haven't really mentioned it on the podcast. Because I just forget so I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm looking to start that the first week of April and I did put a deadline for my email subscribers of March 30th but since I forgot to say in here there is a little wiggle room for the podcast uh, the podcast listeners because you know you guys are my favorite people so if you guys want just reach out to me send me an email a-n-d-e-e at get the fuck off dot com um and just say, hey, I was listening to your podcast. I heard you're taking on beta testers. Um, if it's after March 30th, I, I I would definitely have a conversation with you. Because I really feel bad that I forgot to put that here. You know, I'm just trying to, again, like one degree shifts, trying to put everything in all the places that it needs to be. And so sometimes there's information in one place and then there's not information in another place. So if you guys are interested in working with me for eight weeks and just getting a jump start on this stuff, which I would love to help you guys do, send me an email, A-N-D-E-E at getthefuckoff.com. And if you guys are not on my email list, you should be. Uh, you could do that on my website or I'm going to put something in the description of this podcast because that's where I talk about all stuff like this that I'm doing and things that are coming up. And uh, I just finished my first round of beta testers and I think it went really, really well and I would love to continue to, um, I would love to continue to improve that. I got a lot of good feedback. And uh, so the second round is definitely going to go better than the first. So if you guys want to be a part of that, it is going to be something really special and you're going to, you're, if you don't know me, you, you will by the end of the eight weeks. Trust me, we are going to have a lot of time together. So, uh, yeah, reach out. Absolutely. Uh, until then, I am going to be back next week with another episode. I am so glad you guys joined me today for the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And we will be talking really, really, really soon. I'll see you guys.